Hi, thanks for tuning in to Mental Health Musings, a podcast through the CSU Health Network. Every podcast focuses on a different topic pertaining to mental health and well-being. No two episodes are the same. Thanks for tuning in and remember to be kind to yourself. Thanks for tuning in to Mental Health Musings. I'm Stephanie Z, one of your hosts, uh, she, her, her pronouns, and I work in the Health Network. Hi, my name is Peter Frito. I use he, him pronouns. I'm a second year and I'm one of the student program assistants with Stephanie at the Health Network. Our last podcast, I guess, for the academic year until and then we'll have a break over the summer. We'll get back in the fall. But it's appropriate. Our topic is about, I guess, saying bye, transitioning out, closure, all of that with spring semester you know, ending in a couple of weeks. I, I don't, Peter, I don't even know how we got to this place right now of the semester almost ending. I don't know either. Honestly, this whole year has gone by so fast. It's kind of hard to think that I'm already almost halfway done with college. <gasps> wow. Yeah. When you put it that way. Right. Um, and so I know that this time of the year, people get really busy with finals coming up and then thinking about moving out, especially if you live on campus, securing that apartment or thinking about plans for, um, you know, in the summer, the fall. And and I think one of the things that can happen is then you kind of begin to ignore maybe some of the relationships that you have. So I have some friends I know that were really busy and it wasn't until that they moved out and got back to their hometown that they were like, what the hell just happened? And kind of just broke down and cried because they were so busy. They didn't have an opportunity to say goodbye or really like connect with folks last time. And I've seen it as a hall director where students were really sad saying goodbye to one another. And I was like, you'll see each other next year. Right. But knowing that because they weren't down the hall, they weren't going to see each other as often. And so, you know, and I've talked to some people, we have some folks in our office that are graduating. And one of the questions I've asked them about is, so have you created a bucket list of things to do before you leave Fort Collins? And they were like, I never thought of that. And I was like, yeah, it's a good way to kind of have closure and to say goodbye, right? Just, and it's also very intentional. And then you get to connect with people, maybe do it socially with others. I don't know. What about you, Peter? I know your second year, like you said, how was last year for you transitioning out of the halls and, you know, I think wrapping up your first year experience? Last year during finals week, I guess I wanted to start with all of our, we were all friends kind of on a hall. I think my roommate and I lived on the first floor of Braden and our friends lived on the second floor. So we were all really close to each other, but there was like four different like actual dorms that were all friends with each other. So it was kind of hard to say goodbye, but we were all, all a couple of them were all living together. So it was nice because we knew we would see each other. But during finals week, um, everyone kind of started slowly leaving so, cause some people had earlier finals than others. So it was just kind of hard to see that. And then some of them were leaving while others were in finals. So we didn't get to say goodbye, but it was kind of nice to know that since we were all still friends that we'd see each other next year, but a lot of them are going home. Three of them lived in Arkansas together in their own neighbors. So they were able to hang out, but some of them were from Texas, Ohio and other States. So we didn't really get the chance to be able to see each other over the summer. Didn't you say you all had <clears throat> breakfast kind of like, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all... Decided to go get breakfast together because it was kind of fun, but some people had already left, so we weren't able to. But a majority of us got breakfast, and it was just kind of a fun time before everyone yeah. left. Yeah. And these are things we don't think about, especially in the middle of taking a final, but it's pretty formative, I think, when you, you think about like your next step in your relationship. And for some people, I think some folks are 
used to this because maybe they moved around a lot. You know, maybe it's easy for them to like concept, you know, compartmentalize or conceptualize this. For me, as someone who's like a big feeler and an emotional person, it's very hard. The moment I know that change is coming or I know someone's leaving, I start to cry and I usually will cry up until the event happens. And then after the event happens, I'm okay. But that, that is something I have learned about myself in my last 40 years of my life. But before that, I never understood why I responded the way I did. And I guess the reason why we wanted to just share this like really brief podcast about it is because we know it's coming and we know that it can be hard. I think especially COVID and the pandemic has really, I think kind of, I don't want to say messed things up, but it's really impacted the way I think relationships are formed and the way we view time and, and, connection and being together. And so I think it's always important to make sure that we are intentional about how do we end things, right? How do we, I don't want to say closure because closure sounds like, you know, you'd tie a nice bow, but just how do you end the chapter of like my first year or whatever year it is at CSU and get ready for the next one? I don't know if you want to add anything to that. I was going to say it was kind of, I was kind of at a weird point. We have this like W of transition where mm. it was hard for me since I was leaving all my friends in college to go home and be with my friends that I was really good friends with before because they all had different friends, different lives. So just being able to find that spot because I wasn't really fitting in with them since I hadn't seen them for the past year, but also reconnect with them. So it was just being able to balance how do I kind of fit in with my old friends. I didn't really hang out with my friends from high school as much as I thought that I would. And I wasn't really upset about it, but I also didn't really make an effort to hang out with them. It just kind of happened the way it did. But it's just being able to find the balance between how can I fit in with my old friends while still kind of keeping the identity that I have with my new friends too. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. I remember going back to my hometown, which was 500 miles away from my college. I went to school in California. So California's a really long state. So even though I, I didn't go out of state, I pretty much felt like that. And I remember going home for call from after the end of the year and I was really sad, but I was really excited because in a few weeks I was going back down for summer school and I was going to be rooming with my old roommate and a couple of friends. And when that ended and I went back for the rest of the summer, I like dipped pretty badly and I was really bummed out to not be around my friends and trying to find this routine. And we had done an episode in the winter about how do you leave CSU for like break and, and you know, dealing with that. And I think it's very similar. It was really hard for me to have like two months of summer at home. And uh, I, I worked just to get out of the house and kind of break that routine up. But it was hard just like you said because I just wanted to be around my friends I went to college with and my friends at um, high school didn't really understand what I was going through or like could relate and that made me feel distance from them even though they were like close high school friends so that's one example of something that could happen um, and of course then by the time I had acclimated back and you know gotten to the groove it was time to go back to college <laughs> which then I was like I don't want to go back to college I want to stay here with my friend you know and so mm -hmm. I guess you know kind of with the with Peter saw the W curve that can relate here and that's pretty typical right this up and down um What's something that maybe you're not looking forward to as the semester ends, aside from finals? Because we know not everyone's looking forward to that. I'm not really looking forward to kind of being the only one in my apartment. I live with four other people, so we're in a five-person apartment. And two of them are going home. And then one of them is going 
to study abroad for a couple of weeks, I think like three or four weeks over the summer. And then one of our roommates is going to come, kind of come in and out. So it's going to be points where I'm going to be the only one there. And just knowing that it's not the same since we always have people in our apartment, just coming kind of home to an empty apartment is nice, but also I feel like it'll get lonely. That's a really good point. And then on the flip side, what are what's something maybe you're looking forward to as you are closing out this chapter's academic year and heading into the summer? On that note, too, I'm looking forward to not having people in my apartment. Since we already live with five people, we already have five others because friends. So there's always like 10, 12 people in our apartment. So two of them, the other roommates that I'm living with now, are we're going to a house in August, which is going to be nice. And just not having everyone there all the time. Because it can kind of get overwhelming when everyone's in your apartment, like watching TV or playing games <laughs> or something. So just being able to have kind of our own space where it's a little bit quieter. And you're staying in Fort Collins for the first time this summer, right? Yeah, I'm staying in Fort Collins because last year I was a freshman, so I had to go home. And I'm looking forward to being be able to see what's in Fort Collins. I haven't really spent time to like sit down and look at it because I've had homework over the weekends or something. But I never really explored Old Town, which I kind of wish I want to do more just because I feel like there's so much stuff that I've missed because I just don't have a weekend where I can not do anything and go out and explore. Yeah. I think for me, being in a professional role, the hard part about the closing of um, like the semester and just closing out a chapter is when the students graduate or leave. Uh, that's always very hard for me because um, I get attached to our student staff, the people in our office. So we have quite a few student staff in the health network that are graduating. And so it'll be different not to see them around when they come in. And of course, we're happy that they're graduating because that's what they came to CSU for and, you know, happy for their next steps. But, you know, we're definitely going to be missing their uh, presence. Um, but on the flip side, you know, I get excited for the summer in the sense of it's a little bit quieter. Um, we don't have like the daily hustle and bustle of what we do. So we can focus more on projects to get ready for the fall. Um, it's time for the staff where we can take some leave and go on trips. Um, but also enjoy a little bit of like the town without the traffic of of 30,000 college students. And so, um, but you know, it's, it's a lot slower. So there is kind of, uh, an ex I don't want to say excitement, but there is like sort of this um, looking forward to. So everything ebbs and flows, right? And I think for some people, I would say that this is, it gets, I don't want to say it gets easier, but you get used to it. You know, it's coming, but the emotions can still rack you. And I know that, for instance, in my last position that I was in, um, in 2015, when I knew I was moving to Colorado, even though I had done a move like that before, it still wrecked me the same way because I was saying goodbye to people that I become really close friends with, the community I made, and you know who knew when I would see them again because I was moving across country. Um, and so knowing that that was going to, I knew that I was going to experience that. I was very intentional to spend um, quality time with those that were really close to me to make sure, you know, we just had that time to say goodbye and a cry and a process and laugh um, as opposed to just being busy up until the moment I had to leave. Um, I was going to say on that note, um, one of my roommates and best friends is going home to Ohio because he got an internship over the summer. But I was talking to him about like, oh, where are you planning on living like the year after thinking about it? And he was thinking about he might be staying back in Ohio just because it's cheaper. And I, <laughs> I get that because it's super expensive living for Collins. But I was just thinking about how he's not he most likely won't be around as long. So just kind of mentally preparing myself for what could happen since I don't think I've really had anyone like that I'm really, really good friends with 
leave like that before. So just mm-hmm. being able to kind of try to preemptively mentally prepare myself for if it does happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad you said that. Because that's probably the first time I experienced like really good friends too leaving, like us being separated is in college. Um, yeah. And growing up, I had maybe that one or two like kid in my class that left. But yeah, having like a friend that I went through some like intense college experiences um, and saying goodbye. Um, but before we wrap up, we want to just share too, like, obviously we're not going to just dump all this and leave you hanging, but, um, there's a couple of cool resources that we have that I think would help with this. One of them is you at CSU. You can access that via your RAM web, but if you were to log in, you could type in like transition or friendship, you know, or whatever. And those things, they would pop up some really great resources that would help out. You know, also could happen during this time is a friendship breakup. And if you have not gone through that, let me tell you, those things are rough. They're worse than I think a romantic breakup I went through one and it was like it really wrecked me because and relationships can change right um, and also romantic relationships can change whatever the relationship type you is it can change so if you type in relationship during at USCSU something I think you'll find some really good stuff also we have an app called Nod N-O-D. It's free for however you get your apps on your phone. And they're all about con- making connections and relationships. And there's a section on there, I'm sure, that talks about how you cultivate and maintain relationships, specifically like long distance or if you're not in the same space. So those are the two that I would really recommend, um, you know, as far as if you're wanting to think more about this or if you're like, oh, crap, I'm going through some stuff. I'd love to know how to handle it. Also, I think besides those two, if you're trying to prepare for the next school year, just coming to the Health Network, we have a bunch of resources. If you're preemptively trying to think of when you come back to school, the Health Network has a bunch of different resources, different kind of workshops, everything like we have a stress less or creative chill out if the beginning of the school year is stressful for you. So just being able to take a look at what the Health Network offers. Yeah, that's a great point. Like if you knew how this year went, you're like, I'm going to do it differently the health network is open except for major holidays. So you can always pop in and, and get things, get your toolkit and everything's uh, ready for the following year. Yeah. I think before I came and worked at the health network, I don't think I ever went to the, I ever went there unless I had something wrong, but after working there, there's so many options that I think that students should utilize more. I always am telling my friends about the different things that we have going on at the health network. And they all say that it's like, I'm glad that you told me because it's kind of something that I think that students should take advantage of because it is coming out of student fees. So just being able to take advantage of the different resources that we have. Yeah. Thanks, Peter, for saying that. Um, so on that note, thanks for listening. We've really appreciated those that have tuned in. And if you're tuning in now, share us with a friend. And good luck on finals. If you need a break from finals in the Health Network, there's a reflection space and it has a relaxation pod. It's literally a pod where you sit in and you can take a nap. There's some guidelines in the reflection space. One of them is no homework allowed, which is awesome because the point is to reflect, to meditate, pray, whatever you need to do in that space. So come and use it it's open when the health network is open and yeah you don't need to do anything if you want the relaxation pod you do need to reserve it but come check it out and we're looking forward to the fall so hope you all have a great summer good luck with finals everyone take care and be kind 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mental Health Musings podcast. You can find this episode and others on KCSU's website, the CSU Health Network's website, and Spotify. All links will be in the podcast description. Lastly, there is an evaluation survey that I encourage you to fill out. It's how we get better and to know what future topics to talk about. Those details are also in the description. Thanks again, everyone. And remember to be kind to yourself.